Hi, this is Lucia with the Art of Love. This week, I would like to talk about how to stop wasting time with online dating. I often hear people talk about how they've been chatting with someone online for weeks or months, and they haven't even exchanged numbers yet or tried to meet. And I say, what are you doing? Until you actually meet that person face to face, it doesn't matter how well you get along through chat or through email. You need to actually talk to them and you need to see them face to face. So you need to move off of the dating app, off of the dating site as soon as possible and exchange numbers. That is the key moment because I find out that that is when the truth comes out, when it's time to exchange numbers. And if someone is up to something, meaning they're not quite who they say they are, they may be trying to catfish you, or they may be married or in a relationship, you're going to find out sooner rather than later. And one thing about exchanging numbers is that you shouldn't use your own phone number because I don't know if you ever tried Googling your number, but you might get a shock if you do because there is all types of information on everyone through their phone number. I googled my phone number and it had my billing address up there. Thank God that I was smart enough many years ago to put my P.O. box as a billing address because otherwise it would have had my home address on there and that would not have been good. But even so, because you don't know who you're dealing with, you should get another number. And there is an app called the Sideline app. It's free. You get a free number. You can text. You can talk. All those good things. And that way, you just give them that number and you use that just for online dating. And that way, if someone Googles the number, they cannot find anything on you. So I've got some examples to illustrate what I mean about why the truth comes out when you exchange numbers. So one guy that I met on an app, uh, I gave him my number, my sideline number. And in the app, he wrote, uh, is tonight a good time to call? And I said, yes, anytime after 8 p.m. He said, perfect. So 8 p.m. comes along, 8.30, 9, 9.30, 10, no word from him. So around 10.15, I decide to look in the app. Because, by the way, he had not been messaging me on my sideline number. He had been messaging me on the app, even though I had given him my number, which no one has ever done that before. So automatically, to me, that was a red flag, like something is up. Why would you continue to message me in the app if you have my number? Well, because he didn't want me to have his number, obviously, for who knows what reason. And so I checked the app around 10.15. And he had written, is it too late? And I don't know what time he wrote it. This app doesn't tell you the time of the messages. And so he could have written that five minutes before I checked or an hour before. But by that time, I was turned off. It's like, first you don't message me on my number. Then you say you're going to call. And then you ask if it's too late. (laughs) So I didn't know if he was playing games or what he was up to. So I didn't even respond. The next day, I still didn't respond. He didn't write anything. And then the day after that, um, I finally wrote, uh, well, you have my number. 
if you want to reach out. If not, it's been nice chatting with you and all the best and a smiley face. So he'd know that I wasn't upset. I was just saying, you know, hey, either call me or get lost. <laughs> and he unmatched me. So I think he was definitely up to something. I don't know what. I don't care. But the fact that he didn't call me on the number that I gave him and kept stalling and then unmatched me, he probably didn't want me to have his number. So I saved a lot of time. So imagine if I had been chatting with him in the app for weeks, what a waste of time that would have been. The second example I have is almost the complete opposite to this story, but it was just as bad. On another app, I met another guy. He seemed to have it together. A philanthropist, traveled a lot, businessman, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Exchange numbers. He actually texted me. Yes, he did. And uh, we weren't able to get together. This was a Sunday. And he was going out of town the next day. So he said he would be back next week. We could get, get together next week. But he would call me that Tuesday. I said, great. So I'm thinking I won't hear from him till Tuesday. Well, <laughs> Monday morning, I wake up to this long series of texts saying, well, in April, I'm going to be traveling to Hawaii and Korea, and in May, I'll be in Japan and Australia, and in June, I'll be in la-la-la-la. Do you want to travel with me? And I thought, what? We haven't even met. You don't even know if I'm really who I say I am. You don't even know if you're going to be catfished. You don't know if there's any chemistry. You don't know anything, and you're already jumping ahead as if we're already in a full-fledged relationship, and you want to know if I want to travel with you? So I thought that was a little premature. So that was a little flag, but I thought, okay. And I didn't respond. You know, you don't have to respond to every text you receive, by the way. And I thought that would be the end of it. But no. <laughs> Three or four hours later, he texts again. Oh, we had the plane had to return to the airport. There was a problem. Um, I might be on the news tonight, blah, blah, blah. He's talking about something that happened at the airport. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about it. And after that, I was like, okay, it's time to stop this in its tracks. So I wrote back and I said, hey, I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm really not into texting. <laughs> in other words, stop texting. And he writes back, oh, I'm not really into texting either. Really? Well, you could have fooled me because if you're not into texting, then you would stop texting. And um, so he's like, okay, you know, no problem, blah, blah, blah. And then I didn't hear from him the next day, Tuesday, as planned. And so I figured, you know, he was annoyed and he didn't want to speak to me, ever see me again, or ever see me, period, which was fine with me. Uh, but no, <laughs> uh, he actually popped up like two weeks later. And, uh, and then he said, uh, hey, how are you doing? Just got back into town. And I said, well, um, you know, I've actually changed my mind, but all the best. And he said, fine, okay. So you would think that's the end of it, right? Nope. Because then about a month later, it was uh, St. Patrick's Day. And again, I had told him I wasn't interested anymore, right? So you'd think he would just go away, disappear, goodbye? Nope. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Lucia, la, 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 and all these emojis. And I thought, whew. Boy, did I dodge a bullet there. <laughs> this is a grown man, okay? He's not some kid. He's a guy in his 40s. And so there he showed his personality, which I'm still trying to figure out what his personality is, but it's not one I want to know. 
Um, you know, I'll probably hear from him again the next time there's a holiday. So that's why it's important that you exchange numbers as soon as possible. And the best way to do that is if they ask you a question, you can say, well, um, I'll tell you about that when we actually talk. And that way they know it's a hint to, hey, get the phone number. And since you're not going to be using a sideline number, then you have no problem giving your phone number. Okay. So if you have any questions or comments about this, or if you are interested in private coaching, you can contact me at my website, theartoflove.net. If you are listening to this on iTunes, I would appreciate if you could rate and review the podcast. And finally, remember that love inspires, empowers, uplifts, and enlightens.